Let's rock. Oh yes, Dan Eisen here. This is the master of Tiger style, Lee Moriarty, Domino Carini. This is Trey Lamar. This is Zoe Sky. This is Nick fucking Gage. This is Bobby Beverly, and you're listening to the IWTV Guide Podcast. And welcome to IWTV Guide, your guide to what's on independentwrestling.tv. I'm Jared J. Hawk Hawkins, and joining me as always, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Podcaster of the Year, Charlie Butter. That is uh, that's a big honor there. I, I guess I'm I'm in with all the AEW pants shitters. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I the the awards are voted on by Wrestling Observer readers. And normally they are the smartest fans around if they watch everything, but I swear like nobody watched anything but AEW and WWE all year. I'm telling you, dude, uh, they literally just voted for AEW for everything. Like at least the top three categories and almost everything was AEW. It was stupid. I was like, well, we know who cares about these awards. Yeah. I was like, Excalibur got announced of the year and I'm like, okay, so you guys clearly have not watched ROH because Ian Rakabani is right there, lad. Right. Or, you know, Dylan Hales or, you know. Right. Lots of other people that we really enjoy. So, and and clearly, if you're voting Michael Cole worth now for the year, and I'm not saying Michael Cole is good, but you clearly have not watched uh, Impact and heard Josh Matthews in the last year either, <laughs> or D'Lo Brown. <laughs> I legit have not heard D'Lo Brown. I I have not watched Impact in a little while. But. I will tell you who is the absolute worst, and I we just discovered this because I've seen. Uh, they did an, like an hour or two uh, during the fight forever, and then I watched their show last night. Uh, Violence X Suffering has Julia Smokes as one of their announcers. I I, I heard he had some things that probably should not have been on the show last night. I didn't watch any of it. It's not even that. He was just straight fucking terrible all, around, all the way around. Like If it was just Nick Gage and uh, Emil doing it, it would have been fine. But he just like kept saying stupid shit and like talking over and like not worrying about like what was going. It was it was a mess. Like I I don't understand why. Like it has to be a favor just to have him on there. It was stupid. Like he is trash. I'm sorry. He's trash. He shouldn't be doing announcing. If he's trying to break into it, he's doing an awful job. He's got a long way to go before he's going to be good. But I don't even think he's just trying that. I think it's just a favor to put him on the show somehow. This is the game Julia Smokes that used to hang around Homicide and RH, right? Yep. I wasn't a fan of his then either. Yeah, so I'm no. sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he. Can, I'm sure he can like enough dude, but yeah, it, but he's not good at comment commentary. He should not be doing commentary. It's it's the absolute worst. It's it was it took away from the show all night. I mean, on top of the fans basically sat on their hands the entire show. It, I don't know. It, it was not. It was not great. Although I will say JTG Mancer was good and JTG looks like a million bucks. So he looks better than he ever did in WWE. So there's that, I guess, out of it. Yeah. JTG is one guy who lives forever when I'm at work. And whenever I get a sale that's going to give me commission, I go money, money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, well, while we're, while we are kind of on, uh, the theme of people you might be picking off here. What's going on with you and the gang over PWP? Like, what What the hell? Uh, well, you know, I jokingly told them, hey, you know, you forgot to put up an episode. And I st- it still hasn't been put up. So I don't know what's going on with their podcast division over there. I don't know if I need to step in and take it over and show them how it's done. Okay, well, uh, I, I, I will say that the story I got was that the person who is normally in charge of it would ha- had a power outage because they put someone else in charge. 
And it has been making their RFS feed, but some of the episodes did not go up on the site during that interim. Right. Well, that's uh, that's 100% true. Like, the, the, some of the stuff has, but this one episode didn't make it up on either. And it got lost in the shuffle, so I did resend it. Uh, but uh, one of the people over there, Luis, he, he is not a uh, fan of mine anymore. Him and I have uh, thrown barbs back and forth at each other. It's it's all in good fun, though. It's, it's We're not actually in any type of thing, I don't think. Um Lots of, you know, wrestling memes and, and that kind of fun stuff. So now it does seem like it's all in good fun, but I just it, been, it has been very entertaining. And I had a couple of people go on are did they legit hate each other? Like, I don't think so. No, no, I, I don't think so. I, I always get a chuckle when he's when he says some shit, so and uh so I, I was gonna come up with something back at him and just you know it's kinda like how Jay Gold and I used to like just throw stuff at each other all the time. And, uh, yeah, just, just kind of like that, you know, like mortal enemies, but not really, you know, yeah, I, I, the best friendship are the ones where you can kind of butt each other and bog a little bit. Absolutely. Though. That's, I think that's exactly what this is. So, I mean, that's like the first fifth, that's like the first 15 minutes we get on tape before we start recording every week. Although it's usually <laughs> my fiance butting both of our walls. This is true. This is true. Uh, so how about after we stopped, <laughs> we stopped recording last week, they officially announced, uh, when we're getting that title match, uh, from the masked wrestler. Yeah, like literally like 20 minutes after we stopped recording, they put the tweet out. I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? But it is going to be uh, the coming Saturday night, March 6th, at part, uh, on the second night of the Hawk tournament for New Cal Pro Wrestling. So. Yes, Genkai versus Warhorse. And you said you're predicting a title change here. I am predicting a title. I am predicting a title change here. Absolutely. So that's... So I mean, I mean, Warhawk had a great title reign. He had 44 successful title defense in 500 plus days. I mean, it could have been an incredible title reign, but all good things come to an end. I mean, I'm going to ask you next week when we record if Warhawk's still the IWTV champion. I don't, I don't think expect that ain't going to be now. Oh, I guess it's going to depend on who who's under the mask and if they're up for the challenge. So, and had the person under the mask shown everything during the tournament, or he kept something in his back pocket on purpose? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, even even with footage, if yeah, if the Perkins been hiding his finishing move, his signature move, it's hard to prepare for that. Yeah, so uh, I guess we'll find out. Uh, but speaking of that Haas tournament, you gotta hear some of the names in this uh, tournament here. I, I I looked at the name earlier on. This is gonna be fantastic. I'm 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 really upset. I don't think I'm gonna be able to watch night one before before night two. I'm hoping I get a chance to, but. Just, just some some of these matchups just uh, instantly piqued my interest. Uh, Colin Delaney against the one called Manders in the first round. Uh, that's going to be a banger. Uh, O'Shea Edwards against uh, Nolan Edward. That's going to be insane. Uh, and Matt Justice is there. So if there's anything high, he's probably going to jump off of it. So Yeah. And you've also got Adam Priest on the, on, in the tournament. David Wick Smith Jr. in the tournament. Logan Eaton LaRue in the tournament. Jaden Newman. Kenty Page again here. I, the, the talent is just top notch. Yeah, it is. It really is. And uh, I'm excited to see, to, to watch this. I know you said you can't watch the first night. Hopefully you can watch the second night at least to see. I, the- should, be able, I should be able to watch the second night. My schedule looked like it's going to line up. I had something else planned for Saturday. Unfortunately, that's falling through. And if that's falling through, I think I'm definitely going to watch night two live. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, and, you know, speaking of Southern Wrestling, uh, Southern Underground Pro is coming back with the show. About freaking time. I've met Southern Underground Pro. And uh, so did we. So we sponsored a match. 
And I showed you uh, the choices, and we kind of agreed upon one match. And that match is Alex Kane going up against Cole Radrick. So I think that's going to be uh, there's so there were so many good matches, but I think that's going to be the, the the sleeper hit of the show. I think there's there's something there with them guys. I think they're going to just go balls to the wall, and it's going to be something special. So. Yeah, so you can be the you can be the match lineup and went which one do you think? And I, my first instinct was uh, they're all good. Like I, I'm happy for my I'm happy to put our stamp of approval on any one of those. Right. So, but yeah, I, you went with a match I think going to be a an, a banger. Absolutely. Go. So. Yeah. Once we kind of you know shook out what we thought and because I, I mean obviously the the instant was to go for some certain other matches, but I was like you know I was like. That's predictable to go for those ones. I think there's other things that we can do here. And uh, plus, like, Alex Kane follows the account, uh, that kind of thing, which leads into our next thing. Uh, we hit 300 followers this week, so, on Twitter. Yeah, and as promised, we gave away three months free of IWTV guy, of IWTV, I mean. <laughs> one of those 300 followers. We are IWTV guys. You're following us for free. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> The, the service that we talk about is $10 a month. We gave you three months for free for hitting 300 followers. Uh, that went to, of course, Jen Mint. So congratulations. Uh, hope you enjoy that. And we'll do another one here eventually once we get closer to 500. Uh, I think we may do another one maybe for more. I think I mentioned a year. I might save that for the, the hitting 1,000. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but we will do things like this periodically. I mean, we do appreciate everybody who does listen to the show, and there are more and more of you each week. So. Yeah, I think the next one, we might do something specific on air so that you have to actually listen to have a chance at winning. So I think that might make it a little bit more fair. So yeah. let's Special get your hashtag or something. Yeah, something. Something cool like that. Because, you know, we're, we know how technology works on this podcast. <laughs> All right, let's I'm like come on, like come other podcast, motherfucker. Oh God, oh God, no! <laughs> Not the return. Not the return. Please, no. Keep him buried in a way. I can't deal with him tonight. All right, what's going on IWTV this week? Okay, we got a bunch of stuff this week, so let's let's jump into it. Uh, Tuesday, March second at eight p.m. Eastern, we have New South Action Class episode twenty-five, followed by nine p.m. Eastern Heavy Metal Wrestling. Texas Grand Prix Series Week 17, so they're back. Thank God they were away last week, and it was just weird to not announce their show last week. Uh, Wednesday, March 3rd at 7 p.m. Eastern, Limitless Wrestling, The Road Season 3, Episode 2, and followed by 10 p.m., Paradigm Pro Wrestling, No Hook, Episode 4. J. Rose has been working hard on these, and uh, go give him some love for them. These are awesome. I, I enjoy them. Paradigm Pro is a great company. I'm glad to, we partnered with them as well. Uh, let's see. Thursday, March 4th at 8 p.m., Beyond Wrestling, Signature Series, Episode 2. We're going to probably be doing a review on a couple of their episodes coming up. Uh, I watched the first episode last week, and it was awesome. There was like three banger matches on it. It was really, really good. Uh, followed by 9 p.m. Eastern, New Texas Pro Wrestling, Astro World. I've been hearing a lot of stuff of uh, some wrestling, like a lot of good wrestling coming out of Texas. So maybe we'll do uh, some Texas episodes coming up, too. 
Uh, you know, Technic has always been a hotbed for professional wrestling. Actually, we actually probably should have done Technic a lot earlier than now. So. Well, we've done one. We we one, have yeah. done heavy metal, so I mean, we we have touched on it, but we'll, we'll get back around to it now that New Texas is kind of popping up and uh, showing out right now. Uh, so Friday, March fifth, like we said earlier, it's seven thirty p.m. Uh, Central, which I guess would be what eight eight thirty for us here. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be the Haas tournament night one. Of course, you know, lots of great names on there, including Matt justice, uh, and everybody else I mentioned before. Uh, and then, uh, Saturday at eight 30 on March 6th, we have night two of that Haas tournament, uh, including the IWTV independent wrestling championship match between Genkai and Warhorse in all caps. And that's, what's on IWTV this week. All right, and with that, let's go ahead and take a look at what we watched this week. And we, we're we going to Canada. We're actually going to Kahnawake, Quebec, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, Columbus. What's really funny is you called this the Chikara of Canada. And yeah. I, I wanted to disagree with you because I've watched early ISW. At one point, they actually had a beef's father fucker champion and it was giant tiger who would come to the ring drunk and wearing duct tape as his gear so <laughs> at one point it was very it was very not chikara <laughs> of I, I mean i mean i would argue that this wasn't exactly family friendly either but but there were a ton of kids in the crowd for this show i mean i'm sure i'm sure kids you know c- can understand that a terrorist cow is not a real thing. So, you know, <laughs> um, but it, it, yeah. So when you kind of told me that, I was like, man, I don't know if he's, is he's watching the right thing. Cause I don't think that's it. And uh, I mean, they used to have like, obviously some really great wrestlers there. We have Kevin Steen, uh, wrestled in ISW for a long time. El Generica wrestled there. Obviously, like I said, beef Wellington, one of my uh, favorite comedy wrestlers of all time wrestled there. So that's why I kind of wanted to finally touch on them. I did reach out to them and ask them, Hey, if you, what show are you most proud of? Or what show would you show somebody that if they asked, you know, somebody new to get into the promotion, where would you start them? And they said this show Slamtasia six. And this took place September 29th of 2018 from the night of Columbus. And again, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, Kanawaki, Quebec, Canada. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, I, 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 the problem is if somebody tried to correct me, they're going to be co- correcting me in type, and they're not, not going to prove anything. No. Right. Well, you know, it's almost as fun to listen to you try to pronounce that as it is you to pronounce Japanese names. So I leave that to you because I, I slaughter them too, so it's not any better. Yeah, b- back when we were doing pro wrestling weekend year ago, anytime we covered Japan, I would be the one that would have to cover Japan because I was the only one that could come even close to pronouncing <laughs> the name because I knew I was butchering a lot of them. Yeah, no one else would even try. No. <laughs> okay. So there is, according to Cage Match, there is one match that uh, that did not uh, make the cut here, a dark match between Boris the Russian Bear and Ryan Donovan. I kind of want to see Boris the Russian Bear. I'm not going to lie. Uh, well, I guess you could check out some of their further shows because he does appear on a few of them. I did kind of look through to see uh, everything else that led up to where they're currently at because I know that they're building towards a um, one million block death yeah. match. So, yeah, they're taking donation for that match in either the form of monetary donation or in Lego. Uh, I, I'm I'm sorry, they're they're colored like a colored building block match. They can't say Lego. They don't want to get sued. Ah, gotcha. Okay building blocks 
So yeah, colored build, colored colored building block. <laughs> so our opening match is for the IFW Fall Count Everywhere Championship. It is the champion Keki Eddie defending against Velvet Joan, Pinky Kanchuk, and Sugar Dunkerton in a four-way match. Go uh, so Keki Eddie had something sticking down the front of his trunk to make it look like he got a huge dick. That's pretty sure? much it, it. That's pretty much his gimmick. Are you sure that, that he just doesn't have a huge dick? I don't know. I have never shared a locker room with him. I have no interest in looking if I do share a locker room with him. <laughs> so, I, I think it's very forward of you to just assume he has something jammed down there. I'm just saying. I, I, hey, hey, if, if, if that if that's natural, more power to him. I'm jump. Bye. <laughs> yeah, go, oh, go almost immediately. When We're back here on here. Wiener Talk. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, so you God. think so you think sexy Eddie's stuffing, huh? <laughs> Again, if he's not, I don't want to know. If he is, I don't want to really want to know. But <laughs> I shouldn't have got anything. Far. I mean, that's the fucking gimmick, though. Like I had to take something. <laughs> it comes into play later on in the show. But we have to. We kind of have to mention it. Okay. All right. So, the, so pretty much almost right at the beginning of the match, Sugar Dunkerton go out to the floor. He throws in four chairs. The other three wrestlers and the referee each grab a chair and they hold them over their heads like they're going to hit each other with it. And Sugar Dunker is like, it's not a hardcore match. What the fuck are you doing? So they put the chairs down and they start playing Yuka Cold Chair. Right on, man. That's how you start a show. And the crowd's into it. The, the crowd was into it the entire night. Everything they did, yeah. the crowd was super loud and super into it. So, I mean, that made the show, even like some of the, the not so great parts, great. So it worked out really well. There was one part where Sugar Dunker didn't get, in, didn't get a chair, but he basically had it with his role, so that the mucus skeptical didn't count. <laughs> and then it ends with Kanchuk and Dunkerton kind of scaring each other down. Uh, Aaron chair shot from the other two guys, and then Kanchuk clobbering Dunkerton, and we go into the actual match. Uh, Jones at one point dug a moonwalk into a flash. I thought that was kind of a, kind of a neat spot. Mm-hmm. Kanchuk and Jones double-teamed Eddie for a good portion of the match. They did get into... Come argument over who's going to get the pin, which is normal for these type of matches. Uh, uh, so they took Dunkerton out of the match early. Kanchek and Dunkerton are fighting out of the floor. Kanchek and Dunkerton rushing Lake Week through the curtain. They both disappear for a while. Kanchek comes back out, leaked all that. And then all of a sudden, Sugar Dunkerton comes out wearing a mask at Wakanda. <laughs> ends, up getting the, ends up getting the pin. The ring announcer doesn't even bother. And now come at Wakanda. Just the now come at, at, now come at Sugar Dunkerton. And Dunkerton just on Mac Live go, okay, whatever. Right. <laughs> like, 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 who fucking care? Like, like a fun opener. I, I call the musical chair. And I, I call the musical chair. And I just kind of went, okay, what did I get myself into? <laughs> then when the match ended, I called my 14-year-old daughter over here. I went, watch this match. And she called the musical chair. And she just looked at me like, really? <laughs> but she came to enjoy it. No. Which is why I thought she would. Right on. This one's a fun opener. Yes. From there, we have Muhammad the Terrorist Cow <laughs> taking on Jonathan Rukin. This is the point where I texted you, this is like Canadian Chikara. Hey, fucko. It's interspecies wrestling. I mean, I, you know what? I, honestly, I should have expected that this is what I was getting by the fact that we called interspecies wrestling. But having never seen them, I really didn't know what to expect. I can't believe you didn't fucking pop for my Clerks 2 reference, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm never doing a show with you again until next week. <laughs> yeah. Until next week. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm taking it back. No. At least Stacy will be here. He'll pop for it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this match is, uh, 
I'm largely Muhammad in control. He's working the neck for a good portion of it. I noted here that the crowd went into absolutely everything. Uh, Rukin does get the win with a rear naked choke in kick 54. It's a comedy match. It's decent. It's not, it's not great. It's not among the best stuff on the show. It's not bad. No, but I, this is where I noticed the crowd was super into it and like was really making a lot of noise for every little thing that they were doing. So I was like, okay, I was like, this crowd's really into the show. I was like, this is, this is awesome to see. Like, I, I can't wait for shows to come back in full force and we actually be able to hear stuff like this constantly. Yeah. yeah. And the, the best part about this one is you could tell that this crowd got it. Right. They knew exactly what they knew exactly what the promotion was and they were in and that's why they were into everything. Right. From there we get a tag team match. Loaf dummy against the Dad Bod Squad. <laughs> Dad Bod Squad and Kyle Gackery and Sean Wright. Loaf dummy are two guys that are dressed in crash test dummy. I like it. I like it. It's a fun gimmick. Go, go right off the bat, I am popping hard for this for this match before it even starts. <laughs> Loaf dummy come out to the ring to fucking weird out Yankovic. <laughs> And that's followed by the dad bot squad coming out to the theme song from the movie Orgasmo. I'm yes. fucking popping for the goddamn match. It hasn't even started yet. <laughs> Apparently, the dad bot squad are graduates of Joshua Joe Wrestling School. You wonder if he's watching the show going, what the fuck are they doing? Probably not. Pro- uh, pro- the, the, the guy, the, Joshua Joe was the fucking Mountie for two years. But probably not. <laughs> you know who's a better Mountie than him? PTO. I was I was gonna say Dean Ambrose, but all right. <laughs> all right, Dadbot Squad did take control early on in the match. Uh, eventually, the, the dummy do isolate Nackery and keep it in control. They do a hot tag really early. Uh, Nackery does the world's longest moonsault trilogy. Like this thing takes like a minute and a half to to uh, <laughs> uh, to go through, and he ends up missing the third one anyway. After but tell all me, it ain't impressive that he hit one off the bottom rope and the middle rope for the size of, that he is. Oh, it, it was absolutely it was absolutely impressive. Athletic as fuck for for being a bigger guy. And oh, the only reason he didn't land the top rope one is because somebody got up on the top rope and 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 shook the ropes. So right. Uh, but Gakri does get a summer call layering it from the apron into the ring for the pin. Match, match didn't go very long. It's only about five or six minutes. It was, yeah, it, yeah. Like I said, the hot tag came like really early. Like I didn't even get time to get going. But yeah, there's definitely definitely some good stuff in that match for as short as it was. Right. It was it was it was a it made me think, okay, this match was a lot of fun, but there's another I, they did their tag matches really well because later on the tag match I texted you early uh, earlier today and told you I think this was my favorite match of the show and I have a lot to say about it and it and it, I, it nothing topped it to me the, the 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 one other tag match we have on this show uh yeah nothing tops it I think it was the best match on the card I don't disagree with you actually we'll get into it though yeah so what was next well up next was Batch and Snow against Anthony Green and what it built like a hardcore food fight. Now, Anthony Green, for those of you who don't know, is now August Gray in NXT, Clash 205 Live. First five minutes of this match is as much dancing as there is wrestling. Like, there's not a lot of contact in the early going here. Uh, there is a spot early on where Snow starts ramming Green's head into the top turnbuckle, and then when he stops doing it, Green's head hits the turnbuckle like ten more times anyway. Oh, you should probably explain um, who each person is because, okay, you explained who Anthony Green is. But uh, who is his opponent? What does his opponent look like? Yeah, I'm actually drawing a blank off the top of my head right now. He was a king crab. That's right. Because it's interspecies wrestling. He wrestled a king crab. I don't know why I didn't write that down. 
I, well, here, well, here, well, here, here's my next note. If I would look a little further, yeah, yeah, Green hit good version of the backstabber, but hurt himself on on no quote unquote shell. Yes, he's if a snow crab, maybe line. king crab, snow crab, something. I, he's a, he's a crab. It's just he's a yeah. crab. So makes it all ties together. Yeah. No, I, I if I would have actually kept reading my note, I would have I would have figured it out, but. Okay, so Snow is the first one to bring the groupings into the ring. He ends up uh, bowling Amoa into Green Crunch. They start having a cord fight with Baguette. <laughs> uh, they bring potato chip bag in the ring. They start using them as weapons. They bust in the bag over on their head. They're slamming them into the chips like they're Lego. Uh, Green, hit a, Green hit a super kick into a potato chip bag and shattered it at one point. Then they used a uh, bag of, uh, of corkscrew pasta like they were thumbtacks. I mean, have you ever landed on corkscrew pasta? No, but I can't imagine if it's not if it's uncooked that it feels pleasant. Right. Uh, Green actually hit a cutter, but he's the one who landed on the pasta, so he hurt himself more than he did a component. And it's no end up hitting the kind of power bomb for the win in about nine minutes. And they jammed a lot into nine minutes there. Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> okay. So at this point, we think we're going to intermission so they can clean up the ring. But no, the four men involved in our fall count everywhere title match are on their way back to the ring with the referee in tow. And <laughs> we have a t- we have our second uh, second fall count everywhere title match of the evening. Uh, match it match doesn't go very long. It's maybe about three minutes. Kanchek lock Dunkerton into a sharpshooter. Referee calls for the bell without a tap, and you can see Kanchek hand the referee money if he grabs the belt and runs out of the ring. Yes, and it was uh, Monopoly money and like fake Canadian money. <laughs> Aren't those the same thing? Oh. I, I I apologize. I'm sorry. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm not your buddy guy. <laughs> not your guy, friend. <laughs> okay, so from there we go into that tag team match we hinted on a little bit earlier coming right out of the intermission. It is the Jim Nasty Boy of Timmy Lou Retton and White Mike taking on Latarbanak, the team uh, math. Uh, I'm gonna butcher the one too for French pronunciation. Mathal Saint Jacques and Thomas Dubois. I'm butchering that first name. My first name Jacques. I I know it. Uh, we get somebody coming out to the Family Matters theme, which I pop for. Yes, that's the gymnasty voice. Um, so if you try to translate Tabernacle team <laughs> literally in the regular French. It would be like Team Tabernacle, Team Church, Team Sanctuary, something like that. <laughs> but in the Quebec version of it, it's basically Team Fuck. Yes. Which is hinted on by the commentary team we get of this match of Sugar Dunkerton and Muhammad the Terrorist Cow. Yes. Which added to the added to this match. And this is why it was the perfect storm of everything. On top of the fact that uh, they came out dressed as lumberjacks, which uh, was hilarious to me because of the team name. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. Okay, no, nothing for that one. All right, I was more thinking. I know it had nothing to do with it, but I was very much thinking of uh, in Step Brothers when I traveled 500 miles to give you my seed, lumberjack. Yeah, that's that's where I was going with it. Yeah, I went I went Monty Python with it. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I do not have a ton of notes on the first half of this match because commentary was so hilarious with Dunkerton and Muhammad going back and forth. I was focusing on that and really wasn't watching much of the match. 
But once the hot tag is made to paint Jock, it got really fucking good. Yeah, this match was fucking bonkers. There was a pile driver that uh, one of the uh, Tabernacle team guys did to one of the gymnasty uh, boys onto uh, the other gymnasty boy, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, I, I literally wrote down after that spot. Okay, end the show now. We're not topping that. But that that spot was great. They brawl into the crowd for a long time. Uh, Muhammad goes, this looks like a Waffle House at 3 a.m. <laughs> Actually, I think it was Sugar that had that one. Uh, come to think of it. Yeah, they, they, they fucking brawled out into the crowd. They, oh, they whipped, uh, they whipped each other into shit. Just, oh, it was good stuff, man. It was, it was a fun brawl. Yeah. So King Jock locked Mike into a, into a cloverleaf. Retton is trying to forearm King Jock to break the hole and it doesn't work. And that gives Dubois time to lock him into a crossface for the double tap out. 14 minutes and 15 seconds. This could have gone another five minutes easily and I would have been happy with it. Right. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. There was double choke slams. There was just all kinds of just. This match was so much fucking fun. I can't even tell you like, yeah, I'm terrible with remembering people's names, but I, I was just so like, this is the first time I've seen both teams. Like I've heard of both teams, but I've never seen them wrestle. And th- so this was like very much my first getting to see them wrestle. And I did do some cage match digging. They did have another match and I'm actually planning on going and watching that after we were finished recording. Cause it was, <laughs> if that, if this one was really good, that one has to be even better. Yeah, I actually noticed that myself. I went back and watched and watched it yesterday. It's just just if it topped it or not. Right. Yeah. So I, I can't wait to check that out. Uh, but yeah, th- this match was for me the match of the show. Uh, it hit all the right notes for me between commentary and what was going on in the match and how everything happened. So this this wins match of the show for me. I absolutely agree with that. We even forgot to mention looking for the tag team title. After all that, we didn't even mention that. Yes, the ISW tag team titles. So Okay, from there we go to a match that, thank God, Muhammad was on commentary for, but I did not like this match otherwise, and Muhammad saved it. (laughs) Harry Wolfman versus Fluffy the Killer Bunny. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, as soon as I saw the finish to this match, I was like, Jared's going to shit on this so bad. (laughs) Just the finish. Just the finish. I mean, the the match was the match was sloppy anyway. Yeah, but I mean, it is what it is. Like, it's it doesn't have yeah, to be. <laughs> you're not going to yeah, top the match before it, so just cool. It's a cool down match for the crowd to get them before you get them into the next thing. So yeah, and and again, the the crowd can the crowd can do it anyway. So it's like it, it worked for what it won. Right. Uh, Fluffy Duck had a nice stiff sliding forearm. But he took two on the cover. That was that looked like a pretty neat spot there. Uh, should be noted, I did the research. Fluffy the Killer Bunny, actually Ben Ortiz, who done work in uh, Halka Hardcore. Oh, how dare you give away his name? That's messed up, man. Like, like, like we're like we like it's not common knowledge if you like do like five minutes of research, if that. Well, I thought he was a real fluffy bunny because it's interspecies <laughs> wrestling. So fuck you. The the. Harry Wolfman gave it the Wolfman of Wall Street. I mean, grackling in a, in a in a shirt and tie too. A, a werewolf dressed in a shirt and tie. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did we not see Teen Wolf? Is that not fucking factual? Like they can't dress in clothes. <laughs> There's Jesus. a Teen Wolf on the court. That can't be legal. Uh, so Wolf, Harry Wolfman done uh, hit more back back rake in this match than a Hulk Hogan match in the '80s. He done had a very nice flying body press for two. Uh, the finish, as you said, I'm I. Again, it is what it is on this kind of show. 
Gun fit power bomb. Fluffy completely underneath the Fluffy's ear completely <laughs> underneath the rope. He broke the plane. <laughs> yep. As soon as I saw that, I was like, "Oh, Jared's gonna be pissed." I was like, "But you gotta just." I mean, they, they did their best. They did. The, like they, they, like they, you can't take the two carry. Right. They did. They did their best to like kind of pull back as much as they could. I mean, you're not gonna redo the finish on that one. Just count the three and be done. Like, yeah. Okay. All right, go from there. We get making his North American debut, Cooper Kid Nelson Pereira taking on Evil Uno, then of the Cooper Smash Brothers, now of the Dark Order. Yes. So, this is the first time I have seen Cooper Kid. I think it's the first time in North America. There's probably not a lot of footage out there of him. <laughs> yeah, first time I've seen him too. So, okay, I am not the biggest fan of Evil Uno, but this is one of the better matches I've seen of his. I've always liked him in tag matches with Stu Grayson, but I mean, I'll take a single Zuno match. Which can't be too too bad, right? Yeah, so Pereira does have the European style right down to the Johnny Faint spot where he rolls himself into a ball and no one can un- untangle him to do anything. Uh, both men <laughs> utilize utilize the referee, uh, trying yeah, you know, blocking the kick and trying to get the referee involved by throwing the foot at them. It worked for Pereira, not for Uno. Uh, Cooper Kid actually had a spot where he takes a puff from an from an inhaler and starts making a comeback. I wish it actually worked that way, but with my app, that would come in handy. <laughs> now, Uno gets control again, hits the quanton for a two count, hits the rolling elbow, only gets one. Cooper Kid spits in Uno fake and then gets an ass kick for the remainder of the match, so Uno finally wins with another rolling forearm. I guess what, that's probably the best evil, definitely the best evil Uno single match, single match I've ever seen. Oh, I'm glad you liked that match. I thought it was okay. I didn't have anything real specific to say about it. Other than that, it was funny when all the kids attacked him at the end. Yeah, but that, that's the one thing. Like, like really, I'd say some of the stuff we've seen is, and I, I'm a freaking killer bunny. Like, it's that really kid-friendly gimmick, but the kids are into everything. So. Right. Now, at this point, they start announcing the winner for the 50-50 raffle, but Pinky Sanchez comes out with the Fall County Riverwood Championship, and he's going to take a woman in the crowd home to a hotel room with tonight, and he goes and grabs the merchandise lady, and he, and he gets her in a chair, and he starts to do a lap dance, and an outcome, Velvet Jones and Sugar Dunkerton at various points. And while this goes on, Sexy Eddie goes into the ring, replaces the woman, gets in the chair. <laughs> and when Pinky Sanchez turns around, we get the power of the penis. Exact words, not mine. And that his penis is like a magnet. All of a sudden, Pinky Sanchez grabs his dick, and he can't get away from it. And Velvet Jones and Sugar Dunkerton both go into the ring, and they end up grabbing his dick, but they can't get pull, pull himself away from it. And then it pulls the referee out from the locker room. And then he throws everybody out with his dick, and then the they get we get a very short match where Kakiyeti regains the Fall County Everywhere Championship. I think it took me longer to explain what happened here than the match actually went. Yeah, so 2018 was definitely a different time. <laughs> yeah, certain people would have thought of that spot, and would we would never mention their name today. Correct. Moving on. Okay, main event for the ISW Undisputed King of Creaky Championship. The champion Chris Dickinson defending against Addy Starr. I on I honestly don't have a lot of notes for this one. No, it felt really short, but also commentary did a good job of putting over Addy Starr uh, and Chris Dickinson and talking about their history and beyond and all that kind of stuff. So that was really good to give context for uh, what we were seeing. They did a really good job with that. Um, I felt like the match was like really short for what it could have been. And the finish kind of came out of nowhere to me, but maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention for the, the setup to the finish. I think a lot of it is Dickinson was in control for a lot of this match. 
And when I say a lot of this match, I think it, this match, I tagged the match at 10 minutes and 34 seconds. And I think it was about seven or eight minutes before Eddie Starr really got any kind of decent looking offense in. Mm-hmm. And so it was pretty much dominant, 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 dominant comeback pin. Now, once they do, do start getting in the near fall in the last couple of minutes, the crowd is biting on like every near fall. Right. Eddie Starr does get the win and, and the championship with the planning form in 1034. Once the last few minutes kept them really good, but it felt like it took way too long to actually get going, in my opinion. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It felt super short. And like then by the time I felt like it was starting to go, it was over. And I'm like, eh, all right. Then, but again, like we said earlier, like once that tag match happened, like you could have ended the show there. Like nothing was stopping <laughs> Right, yeah, way. nothing was stopping that <laughs> like, tag match. So uh, what do you got, man? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Going to shock a lot of people that know what I prefer professional wrestling. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. All right. That's what I wanted to hear. I, I gave yeah. it a thumbs up as well. And I've said it before. Like I, I, people think I hate comedy wrestling. I don't like out of place comedy wrestling. This company is a comedy wrestling company. If you know that going in, it's fine. You go in knowing what the show is. You can enjoy the show. Uh, I'm, I'm going to assume I know your answer, but thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Yeah. I said thumbs up too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is definitely a, a good starting point. If you want to check out uh, interspecies wrestling, check this out. They have been putting a lot of their older stuff up as well. In the meantime, since they don't have anything new to really put out right now. Um, so, I mean, you could check out some of that. Like I said, Kevin Steen's on there. El Generico's on there. You know, those names, there's a lot of other names on there um, of guys that are, you know, now on a much bigger platform. Uh, and some other stuff is a little bit more risque, um, but it's really fun. And as a uh, teenager slash 20 something, when these kind of aired, this was like a funny thing to me. So reminiscing on it now, in my thirties was actually kind of fun. And uh, yeah, so I'd say check them out, uh, donate to them uh, so they can re- reach their 1 million block goal. Um, and yeah, cause I, I want to see that match. <laughs> Yeah, this is really weird to me, too, because it's a Canadian company, but they've done shows in Connecticut. They've done shows in New Jersey. Like, it's just really random where some of these shows wind up taking place in. Well, I know you got to remember that uh, some of them took place during WrestleMania weekend, and then one of them took place because they have a working relationship with Matt Tremont, so the H2O Wrestling Center in Jersey. So that's kind of why they, they did have some stuff down there. Yeah, but even even before the pandemic, like I know the some of the IFW titles have been on the line on like H two O show, mm-hmm. but there are IFW shows in Danbury, Connecticut, back in 2015, 2014, 2015. Danbury, Connecticut seems just really random. Ah, uh, there might have been a company that they they were you know working with. I don't know. Maybe they were. I, I can't exactly tell you. I don't. I don't know their whole history. Maybe someday we'll have on the owner, and you can ask him about that. <laughs> Just something I noticed because Shoken Montreal, Quebec, uh, Gatineau, Quebec, Ottawa, Ontario, and then they're like, I jumped to Fury Shogun, Danbury, Connecticut. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what, com- I don't even know what company are in Connecticut now. I'd be on the closest thing, and I don't think they're actually Connecticut. No. I'm not sure. All right, man. Uh, get your plugs in. All right. Follow me on Twitter at RefJayhawk, Facebook and Instagram at Jayhawk1539, and on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash RefJayhawk. I finally got back into the streaming with the uh, Fire Pro earlier this week. Got through the round of 16 in the NWA tournament uh, for the Ultimate, Ultimate World Title Tournament I've been doing. Mm-hmm. I had some really fun stuff with that. I'm trying to do the quarterfinal onward. I'm thinking Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, depending on how things are going this week. Right get on. through that and then start working on the AWA tournament. Go check that out. 
All right, and uh, check out our podcast friends, Wrestling Cheers, Pod Van Dam, the Super Fantastic Podcast, At Odds with Wrestling, the Spotlight Series, and It's Evolution, baby. And our other friends, PWPonderings.com. Use promo code PWP for five days free at independentwrestling.tv. Big Starks brand, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, Good Company in Cleveland, Ohio, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, Kayfabe Collectibles, Action Wrestling, Paradigm Pro Wrestling, Southern Underground Pro. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Charlie underscore Butters. You can find this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at IWTV Guide. Wear your mask. Black Lives Matter. Talk to you next week, everyone. to secure a going away present for Mr. Dante. Really? Well, how about an Arwen sword replica? What? Because uh, it's, it's like thoughtful and practical. I was thinking of something a little more sexy. <laughs> well, what's sexier than an elf princess's sword? <laughs> a donkey show? What's that? You ever see a chick give a mule a blowjob? Jesus, if you spoil this, I'm gonna brain you. You're gonna keep your mouth shut? God, that's bestiality, Randall. And it's finest, I hope. Who'd want to see something like that? Me, Dante, you. I don't want to see something like that. Why would you want to see something like that? Because it's fucked up. And I want to see if a chick with a mouthful of donkey spunk swallows. All right, here we go. Kinky Kelly and the Sexy Stud. Straight from their dirty debut in Tijuana, Kelly's taking it on the road. Taking it in the ass, that is. <laughs> you gotta give it up for Oscar Wilde like wordplay that good. Do they show pictures? Only one of Kinky Kelly sucking off Optimus Prime. Really?